Welcome to God, the Bible, and Me, a simple podcast by a simple man, exploring the Bible, one verse, maybe two, at a time. After I read, I'll give my thoughts, and after that, I'll be doing the salvation prayer for anyone out there who has not accepted our Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior and would like to. And let's begin. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode. I hope everybody's doing well out there and uh, you're having a good week. Uh, Let's go ahead and pray and then we'll get started. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for another day of life. Thank you for all that you do. And Lord, we pray for our sins that you forgive us each and every day where we have failed you, Lord. And we thank you for all that you do for us, Lord. And we pray for ourselves and we pray for any issues or problems that we are going through that we know that you will show us the way, give us a path, and help us get through. And Lord, I pray for anyone out there who might be going through through something or have issues or problems in their life right now, Lord. I pray for your healing hands, your comfort, and your peace upon them. And I pray that you help them get through it. In your holy name, amen. All right. I hope everyone's doing well out there and uh, they're having a good week. Uh, We made it midweek, so hopefully the second half of your week goes better if it's not. And if you're having a great week, I hope it continues to keep going. All right. Let's go ahead and get into the verse. Today, we will be reading Daniel chapter 4, verse 37. And I'll be reading out of the ESV. Again, that's Daniel chapter 4, verse 37. And it goes like this. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praises, praise and exalt and honor the King of heaven. For all his works are right and his ways are just. And those who walk in pride He is able to humble. All right. So to kind of give you guys a backstory of what's happening here. King Nebuchadnezzar was a mighty king of Babylon. He had this massive army that God basically allowed him to have and let him become the ruler in that time. And he is also the one that attacked Jerusalem in the final days of uh, the reign of the kings of, of Israel of Judah, actually, and he's the one that basically conquered it, took all the riches and whatnot, and brought them back to Babylon, and he also took um, Israelites as slaves, and they went to go live with him in essentially Babylon, and this is the prophet Daniel, the book of Daniel, which tells the story, and Daniel is the one that has wrote it down. So what happened here was King Nebuchadnezzar had a dream about something that was going to happen. And uh, he asked everyone around him to interpret the dream, but no one could. He had magicians, he had astronomers, he had sorcerers, he had all kinds of people, but nobody could understand the dream and interpret. Now Daniel was blessed by God, and God gave Daniel wisdom to interpret dreams and to understand because through Daniel, God gave him this information. So Daniel basically talked to King Nebuchadnezzar 
and told him, well, your dream is about you and how you have a mighty kingdom and this and that, but you also don't give honor and praise to God. You are prideful. So he's going to de essentially dethrone you in a way, but it wasn't to dethrone him. It was basically to humble King Nebuchadnezzar. So he was going to make King Nebuchadnezzar live like a wild animal in the wilderness. He's, his kingdom was still going to be there. And, but until he learned to humble himself and give honor to God, then God was not going to give him the, his mindset back. And so this whole story happened. And then he actually lived among the animals and the wild beasts. And he ate grass like a cow, essentially. And then in one of the moments he looked up and in his animal senses, he looked up and he basically gave honor and glory to God at that moment. In that moment, everything came back to him and he became the ruler of, again, uh, King Nebuchadnezzar. And this is happening afterwards. Like he's taking the time and he's actually acknowledging God as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Like there is no one greater than our King, than our God. There is no one greater than the Lord Almighty. And that's what King Nebuchadnezzar is saying here. So we kind of break it down step by step. He's saying, and now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and exalt and honor the king of heaven. So at this moment, King Nebuchadnezzar knows that God is the supreme ruler of the universe. And he is the creator of all things. And that we should all praise and honor God. No matter what our statue is, no matter if you're the poorest person in the world, with nothing but your own self essentially breathing to Elon Musk, essentially who, the, one of the richest men in the world who has all these things. We are to honor the creator because he is the only one that has absolute power and absolute. He's absolute. And we should give all honor and praises to him. And if you, if you don't know about King Nebuchadnezzar, he was a very powerful king. He had a mighty army, had a huge kingdom. He was one of the top rulers, if not the top rulers of his time. And he's saying that all praises and honor, he exalts and honors the kingdom of heaven. So he, he's, he humbled himself before God. And that's what we should learn from this, that no matter where we're at in our lives, no matter what we're doing, we should always make sure that we put God first. God is, again, is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He is the creator of everything. He deserves all honor and praise because of him, because of being God, because he is our God, because he loves us. And everything that we have, everything we're given is from him. And we have to acknowledge that, that none of the things that we have in this life are ours in, in reality. Nothing in this life we've earned on our own. We have it because God made it that way. God, if you have an education and, and you're a doctor, a lawyer, or whatever, God gave you the ability to be able to learn and to retain that knowledge. If you're very skilled with your hands and you're able to build things and do things, again, God gave you those abilities when he formed you in your mother's womb. So everything that we have and everything that we do all should be in the name of God, praise and honor to God. All right. And then the second part, for all his works are right and his ways are just. So here again, Nebuchadnezzar is acknowledging that everything that God does is right. 
everything that God does is for a greater purpose. God has always is always going to do what is best for us. He is our creator. He is our father. And he knows what's best for us. And he knows what in our hearts are we most desire. And he's going to set things in motion to essentially give us that happiness that we're all seeking. But first we have to seek him because God is going to give you happiness when you first acknowledge him because you have to love God with all your heart and all your soul because then God will start opening up doors that'll that'll give you true joy. Now, you might find and seek joy from the world, but no matter what, that joy will never be satisfying. It will never fill you because only God's works is right. Only his way is just. And when you get on that path that leads to God, then you're setting yourself up for happiness because God knows what makes you happy. And if you seek him, then everything else will be added to you. And then going into the last verse, it says, and um, the last uh, part of the sentence of this verse, and those who walk in pride, he is able to humble. Now, this is a, a very important part, I think, of this verse. Because, again, Nebuchadnezzar was a very strong, powerful king. But God humbled him when Nebuchadnezzar did not acknowledge him as the Almighty, the Almighty God, the, the, the creator of all. So God humbled him to show him who was really in charge and who is the king. And that's what we all need to remember, that God will humble you. If you don't humble yourself first, he's going to essentially put you in your place. And it's not because our God is an angry God or mean God or he's trying to punish us. No, he's trying to teach you a lesson that he is the God of everything and he can give and he can take away. But if we acknowledge God first, if we give ourselves to God, then God's going to pour out his love and his blessings upon your life. And when in the verses, uh, Jesus is talking about that God will feed the animals, like the birds and the, the animals of the, the world, right? The animals of the world don't really worry about food because God provides. Now, they might not be eating big, giant meals every day, but God provides food for them. So. If we are God's ultimate creation and he loves us and he created us in his image, if he's able to feed the little animals that he created that wasn't his perfect creation, how much more would your God's going to love you? So if you think about that, if you humble yourself like Jesus did, humble yourself as a servant, give yourself, give all yourself to God, imagine how much. God's going to pour himself on you and how much more you're going to be blessed. But you take the first step in acknowledging he is your God. He is your savior. He is the one who loves you first, because no matter what, God loves us first, because when we were even before we were, we were created, God loved us and knew of us. And then he formed us in our mother's womb and he loved us even more. 
And we have to make sure that we acknowledge that and we praise him for that. And we humble ourselves before God. All right. Let's go ahead and move into the salvation prayer. For anyone out there who has not accepted our Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior and would like to. All you got to do is follow along as I pray and truly believe, truly believe with your whole heart these words we're about to say. And it goes like this. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner. And I ask for your forgiveness. I believe that you died on the cross for my sin and that you rose from the dead. I turn from my sin and I ask you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In your holy name, amen. Congratulations to anyone out there who said that for the very first time. It is a very big and important step to accept our Lord into your heart because he did die on the cross for our sins. He came from heaven, was born a man, died a man, but rose again, proving that he was God and proving that he is the way, the truth, and the life. And when you accept Jesus' free gift, because you can't earn it, you can only receive it. Then you have God in your heart, and you're a, once this life has passed, you will have eternal happiness with him. All right. I'm reading a new verse every Tuesday and Thursday. On Saturday is our special episode, where we bring on a guest and we have a discussion. You can find this podcast on Apple and Spotify. You can reach this podcast at God Bible Me Podcast at gmail.com. Let me know your favorite verse and if you decided to give your life to Christ. I would love to hear about it. Until next time, keep reading. <laughs>